Starvation mode. Does it exist? Well, that is what I'm going to answer for you today because it's such a common question. People wonder, is this whole starvation mode a reality or is it a myth? Well, let's get into it. So first of all, welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. Great to have you here. Thank you again for listening. But today, I think you're going to enjoy this topic because I think it's going to answer something that you've been wondering for a while. Is there such a thing as starving yourself and gaining weight? Okay, I'm going to answer that to you and I'm going to explain in detail what you need to know so you can have some clarity with your nutrition and go about it in the right way. Okay, so let's get started. Now, In mainstream society, what they define as starvation mode is this phenomenon where you under-eat calories to such an extent that your body actually stops losing weight, makes it impossible to lose weight, and even makes you gain weight even while in a deficit. That's like the mainstream kind of version or vision of what a starvation mode is. And is this real? Is this a reality that is actually you're facing or perhaps other people are facing as well? No. Not at all. There is no such thing as being in a deficit and not being able to lose weight and especially not gaining weight as a result of it, okay? But here's the thing. There is a thing called metabolic adaptation. Now, I have talked about it in the past, you know, bit by bit. I haven't gone full on into it yet, but there is a thing called metabolic adaptation. And that is the closest thing you'll get to starvation mode but it's not actually starvation mode in the sense. And I hate the word starvation mode. Do not use that phrase around me because it's such a misnomer. It's not reality, okay? Now, let me explain. The body makes it harder for you to lose weight, okay? It acts as a saboteur. In reality, as much as you want to get lean and shredded and become a lean, mean machine, the body doesn't care, okay? The body just doesn't care. When you start cutting calories, it doesn't like that. It's not its comfort zone and your body craves comfort. Your mind create, craves comfort. And because of that, your body actually tries to be a saboteur in this journey. But when does that happen? Does that happen when you're actually under-eating? Well, yes. Let me explain. So what happens is this. When you're cutting calories, especially if you're doing it for a while and you get to such a level where you're actually on the leaner side, okay, your body fat level is on the leaner side, what happens is your body starts metabolically adapting to a more greater extent. Now, what I mean by that is that your body starts going, wait, 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 wait. I want to make it harder for you to lose weight. I want to adjust things. I want to tweak the body in such a way that's going to make you not want to even want to lose weight anymore. It's going to make you want to give up. Okay, now how does this happen? Well, here are the following ways. It makes you hungrier, okay? Your body metabolic adaptates over time if you are chronically dieting, okay, over a period of time, even if you've got a bit more body weight to lose, and it makes you hungrier. Your food cravings increase. Now, I don't need to be the <laughs> I don't need to be a wise wizard to tell you that that's going to lead to more calories even if you're not managing it, if you're not aware of it, and if you're not controlling it, okay? But at the same time, how is this caused? It's because leptin is decreased. Now, leptin is the satiety hormone. And that is a hormone that's actually going to regulate how hungry you are and how satiated you are. 
So what's going to happen is leptin's going to drop because you're cutting calories. And as a result, you're going to want to eat more calories. You're going to be like, ooh, I could do with some pizza right now. Ooh, I could do with some of that cheese and crackers in that pantry right there. Ooh, I could do with some extra donuts. Okay, your body will start making you want that. And that's going to result in you eating more calories potentially if you aren't aware of it and then don't account for it in your strategy. At the same time, while leptin decreases, so does thyroid hormone. Now, for lack of better word, let's call the thyroid hormone in this case the fat-burning hormone. Okay, It helps regulate you know, the fat-burning, so to speak, in your body. And when that drops, it makes it harder for you to lose weight. It acts against that process. So yes, in some ways, it makes it stop. But that's only in the sense that it actually adjusts your total metabolism. Your metabolism will change and adjust to what you're doing. So if you're cutting calories to such a low extent, your metabolism will slow down to account for that. So you're not in a deficit anymore. So you aren't actually in a deficit and gaining weight or in a deficit and not losing weight. You're just not in a deficit anymore. Your body's adjusted. Remember, a deficit's not static. Maintenance is not static. Surplus is not static it adjusts to you. It adjusts as a stimulus to what you are doing to your body with terms of your dieting, exercise, and so on and so forth. You know, medications and so on and so forth. But you've got to understand that this is how it works. Now, it also decreases your energy expenditure. Okay, your energy expenditure in the body actually decreases as a result of metabolic adaptation. And let me explain. So there's things like exercise activity. Now that's more or less going to be the same. At the end of the day, if you're exercising, your body's going to be using a certain amount of energy to do a certain level of exercise at a certain intensity for your certain genetics. But things like non-exercise activity thermogenesis, incidental activity, your body may actually make you, you know, quote unquote, for lack of a better word, lazier. In terms of you may blink slower. You may fidget less. You may want to move less. You may want to be, you know, more comfortable it's going to try and decrease the amount of incidental activity you do. It's also going to affect your total metabolism and it's going to potentially affect the way you metabolize food, but that's, that's different. That's more so related to what your diet's actually you know, being consumed. So that's, that's a bit different story. But it's going to slow some of these things down. It's going to actually slow down your RMI, your resting metabolic rate. All these things are going to slow down as a tactic. Your body's using this as a tactic. In the same way you're using a deficit as a tactic to lose weight, your body is using these metabolic adaptations as a tactic to help you regain the weight because it doesn't like what you're doing to it. It feels it as a stress, and it is. At the end of the day, being in a deficit and losing weight is a stress to the body. Now, obviously, it can be a healthy stress if done in the right way, but it's stress nonetheless. And your body's like, hold up. Wait a minute. Stop. Let's think about this. And it does the opposite. It tries to make it as much as possible to make you do the opposite. And that's why these things come into place. So it's not a quote-unquote starvation mode. You're actually starving yourself, but your body can't then lose weight. No, that's not how it works. What happens is you eat calories to such a low extent that your body goes, wait, 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 I don't like this. Let's change things up. I'm going to make it harder for you to continue doing this to me, even though it doesn't realize that you actually want to get leaner. But you've got to understand that this is done, like this happens, sorry, even when you're doing it in a healthy way and an unhealthy way. So... If you are doing it in a health way, your body will try and adapt to this situation and you want to kind of, you know, mitigate that as much as you can. But if you're being, for lack of a better word, crazy with your, with your deficit, okay, if you're going from like eating 2,000 calories to suddenly eating 1,000 calories, that's not a good thing. 
And your body will recognize that and your body will try and adjust to that. And that could be a wake up call for you that perhaps you have to go a bit more relaxed with your deficit, not so strict, a bit more relaxed with your approach and not so kind of full on because really you want to be thinking about health. It's not about just weight loss. Okay, you got to be thinking about your health. You got to be thinking about your metabolic health. You got to be thinking about your hormones. You got to be thinking about your mental health. Okay, for anything else, your mental health, especially during this period of time right now. Okay, so remember these things when you're considering this because there are different ways of achieving weight loss. There are right ways, there are wrong ways. Metabolic adaptation will occur as a result of either, but at different extents. And depending on your situation and what you're using as a strategy, the reasoning behind stopping metabolic adaptation will be either justified or not justified. Okay, it's something to consider. Food for thought. Food for thought. So yeah, like I said, it slows down your metabolism. You know, basically that's at the end of the day, what's it trying to do? It kind of basically, if there's a long-term restriction, it leads to adaptations that aim to ruin your efforts. That is why you should implement slow and steady weight loss. That is why you should have awareness in a strategy that isn't static and perpetual. It's not just about, okay, I'm at XYZ. I want to get to ABC. I'm going to cut calories by XYZ to achieve ABC. And I'm just going to leave it at that for a few years and I'll be okay. Not only is that not an effective strategy because you're going to plateau, but also if you're done, if done in a wrong way and you've cut calories by a huge amount to the point where your body's actually not getting its, its adequate fuel and you're doing exercise on top of that, especially high intensity stuff like CrossFitters and that sort of thing, you're not doing yourself a service, okay? You're doing yourself a disservice. And that's why you can't think of your strategy as static and perpetual, okay? Because all in all, while starvation mode does not exist, Okay, in, this, in the terms of, of how society views it, you know, you're starving yourself literally, you're in a deficit literally, and you're still gaining weight, or you're not losing weight because you're, even though you're in a deficit, that doesn't exist. Okay? Like I said, that version of starvation mode is not a reality. But what is a reality is metabolic adaptation. And you don't want to be kickstarting metabolic adaptation to a higher extent than you need to by being silly with the way you are strategizing with your nutrition plan, okay? With your deficit, with your calorie manipulation. That's something you really got to consider when, when thinking about your nutrition and dieting, okay? And this is something you need to understand. And if anyone tells you that starvation mode is real in, the term, in terms of how I said before in the wrong way, in terms of you're literally starving yourself and you're gaining weight or you're starving yourself and your body just goes, nope, stop. It doesn't work exactly like that. And I want you to tell them this. No one ever gained weight or stopped losing weight from literally starving. No one ever gained weight or stopped losing from being in a true deficit. Okay. And that's the key word there. True. Okay. And to use a, a horrible example. Okay. A sad example. When you look at, you know, history with concentration camps and things like that. People were starving. Okay. People were starving. And they were wasting away. That's just how the body works. Yes, your body tries its best to prevent you from starving. And in today's day and age, you know, if you're if you're living in Western society, you're not at risk of that. But the thing is, your body doesn't know that there's a shop close by. Okay, your body doesn't know that you could literally just walk to a to a Woolworths, that's shopping center here in um supermarket here in Australia. Okay, doesn't know you can just walk to a, okay, let's use an example, like a subway. Doesn't know you can just walk to a subway and get some food. Your body goes primarily into survival mode. And when you start cutting calories and you see, especially if you reach a certain threshold, your body goes, wait, I'm going to make this harder for you to do. But it does not prevent you from losing weight. If you keep up with that calorie intake and cut further, you will lose more weight to your detriment, of course. 
okay? Your health, won't, your, your health will be affected in a negative way, but you'll be able to lose weight. But what I see time and time again is this, and this now kind of goes back to what I really want to kind of point out with the end of this is, a lot of people will start a weight loss journey, they'll say that they're eating 1,200 calories or less, but they're not losing weight. But here's the thing, with the people that are saying this, not all of them are lean athletes, okay? If you've got a certain percentage of body weight still to lose from body fat, okay, if you're like still overweight or obese, there is no way that you can get to 1,200 or less and not be losing some weight, okay? Unless there is some real metabolic issues going on, some medication-related issues or something, you know, related to a clinical sense, which you'd have to explore with your doctor, there's no way. There's, it comes down to a lack of awareness around what's being really consumed. Because if you're at that level, even if you are metabolically adaptating, which you're not going to be doing as much as if someone who was lean at that level would be, then you would still be losing weight, okay? Starvation mode does not work in that capacity. It usually applies, you know, quote, unquote, starvation mode, usually applies to people who are quite lean, okay? Low percentage body fat levels. Not people that has to have a lot to lose. So if you're someone that has still a lot more to lose, don't stress about starvation mode. Just get your awareness up to th- up to scratch, okay? Look at exactly what you're consuming. Audit your diet. See exactly what's happening because that's how you're going to enable yourself to get the results by being aware because awareness precedes change, okay? If there's lack of awareness and you're just kind of attributing it to a starvation mode, there's no point in me trying to lose weight, you're not going to get to where you want to go. You're not going to reach your peak potential with your physique. You're not going to reach your goals if, you, if you've got that mindset, Okay, so you got to understand that there is perspective here that needs to be implemented. But all in all, starvation mode in the sense that you probably thought about it does not exist. Metabolic adaptation does exist, but it doesn't make it impossible to lose weight, just makes it harder to lose weight. Okay, if you need to repeat that and listen to that over and over, write down, doesn't matter. That's, that's the message I want you to learn. Okay, now what to do? Okay, how can you avoid metabolic adaptation to such an extent that it doesn't impact your life too much? Well, there are some ways. But you've got to understand there is no true way to avoid your body adapting. It's a survival mechanism. Your body is very primal in sense. It goes back to the caveman days. It does not understand that there's a shop a stone throws away. Okay, so here are some ways you can actually achieve some weight loss without kind of kickstarting any true met- metabolic adaptation too early. Number one is you've got to be modest and strategic with your deficit. And I've said this time and time again. You can't be cutting 500, 600, 700, 800 calories at once at the start and going, yeah, that, call it a day. It's not going to be a good idea. Not only is it going to be hard, okay? Trust me, like cut your calories by 200 calories, you'll see the difference, okay? Let alone 700 calories. So be modest and be strategic with your deficit. That's number one. Number two is eat high protein, okay? Maintain a high level of protein to kick, you know, to maintain a bit of a higher metabolism, not a huge extent. It's not going to be the, a huge game changer if you're not really aware of your calories, but it's still a bit of an extra bonus and it does make your diet a bit more satiating. So higher protein is good. Plus it maintains your muscle mass if you're in a deficit and do some strength training to maintain that muscle, okay? Resistance level exercise. Obviously, Reach out to an exercise professional if you're doing this and seek out your doctor's advice before starting any new routine. Okay, then I'm a dietitian. And even though I'm a sports dietitian, I specialize in nutrition, not exercise. So find a professional to guide you with this if you need help with that. But yeah, doing some resistant exercise can be a great way to do that. And then finally, if you are stuck and you need guidance, then consider getting a coach. Okay, consider getting someone like myself, a sports dietitian, to help you out. 
okay? If you need that, reach out to me, okay? Send me a message, um, send me an email, alexa at theclimbingdietitian.com.au, okay? Dietitian with a T, or just go to my Instagram, theclimbingdietitian, and send me a DM. Just let me know you listen to this podcast and you need some help. But if you feel like you're stuck and you feel like there's no way around it, if you feel like you're just on that hamster wheel of dieting, then perhaps it's time to get help. Otherwise, you'll be wasting time or doing things the wrong way if perhaps kickstarting that metabolic adaptation in such a way it's going to make it harder for you to lose weight and worst of all, actually give up on your goals. Okay, so that's something to consider there. So that's just some easy ways to kind of get started with making your weight loss a bit more easier without kind of kickstarting, like I said, that metabolic adaptation because that's not what you want to be doing. While starvation mode in a sense does not exist, and I hate that term, metabolic adaptation is a reality and it's saying that if you cut calories to such a low level and you're exercising a lot and you're not giving your body the fuel you're not recovering properly you're stressing your body even more you will adaptate okay and that's not the way you want to do it it's going to make things harder and weight loss is hard enough as it is there's so many things working against you there's the mindset you know reframes you got to be placing you got to think about your social support your own accountability the plan the guidance the the temptation of all those delicious foods the fact your body likes comfort the habits there's all these things making weight loss hard you do not want to make it harder by making adaptation your metabolic adaptation kind of go to such a higher level that makes it even harder okay you're not going to be doing yourself a disservice so yeah final note starvation mode Nope, does not exist. Metabolic adaptation exists. You want to make sure you're mitigating that as much as you can, but also recognizing that it's a natural part of your process. You can't fully avoid it. You just have to be aware of it, mitigate it, work around it, and have a strategy that's right for you. Okay, hope that's made sense. If you do have any questions, of course, please send me a message. Okay, send me a message. I would love to help you guys. Okay, I'd love to help you. So if you have any questions about this, you want something clarified, reach out to me and I'll help you out. Um, I'll talk to you soon. You have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.